In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One, who has come in order to call us to repentance once again, so that we might be repaired. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, so I think I've been saying this for the past at least two Sundays, that the Holy Spirit kind of messes with you sometimes, uh, especially when you're in this job, but I think in everybody's life, that, um, you know, uh, he, he gives us these readings to consider and think about throughout our week. That's what uh, our readings are supposed to be doing, by the way. You're supposed to not just forget about them when you walk out those doors. You're supposed to continue to think about how are these things shaping my life. And so I get to do that a week early because I'm preparing a sermon. And so all of these are about repair, and all of these are about how God is trying to fix us. And just this Thursday, um, as I was um, locking up and and, uh, doing everything, and I was actually having a little conversation with Hayden, um, I noticed that my computer was off, and uh, I had already um, had a little bit of a issue with it because it had dropped and the screen had broken. I was thinking about taking it back to get repaired, but the break in the screen wasn't bad enough that I needed to get it repaired right away, so I was procrastinating that because I do that really well. And so I was, I, I, I was kind of like, oh, that's weird. It's not turning on. I'll just wait till I get home. Got home, tried the little power button a few more times, nothing. And I was like, oh, well, I guess I have to go and get it repaired now. And so um, I, I took it to the repair shop that I go to, uh, Computer Doctors over um, uh, on Tennessee there. Uh, they're really great folks, by the way. Um, uh, however, they are not magicians, and uh, they are not Jesus. And somewhere between a magician and Jesus is what I needed in order to save my computer. Because uh, they took a look at it, and they said, okay, um, took a look at it. looks like your motherboard is fried. And I went, oh, well, that's not good. It doesn't sound good anyway. How much does that cost? That'll be about 400 bucks just to get the part, not to mention the labor. I was like, Ooh, that's steep, but it's still in the realm of possibility. And I was like, well, how much more than for the screen? Because that's broke too. And he was like, well, the screen is probably another 250 for the part, plus a lot more for labor because those are pretty intensive. And I was like, how much is it to recover the data then? Because that computer was done. It wasn't worth the repair. And in a lot of ways, that was, that's the issue that comes up in all of these readings that we took a look at is when does God say that we're not worth the repair? Because honestly, we are the land of misfit toys. We are the land of broken people. We are sinners. We confessed as much in the confession just a little bit earlier that we are poor, miserable sinners. We are coming to God's repair shop and we are saying, Lord, how much is it going to cost? And when we bring forth the bill, God looks at who we are and looks at our sins and looks what it would cost to repair us. And God should say, this is total, buddy. (laughs) 
It reminds me of when I had my old Mazda 323 that I, I nicknamed Andre. He was my, my car in college. I've talked about Andre before. And, and Andre was a great car. And I ran Andre into the ground, almost literally, because on a trip back from... Uh, back, back from Nebraska to St. Louis, um, uh, Andre started to wibble wobble a lot, and I was like, eh, this is probably not safe. Um, let me pull over, let me try to find some place that I can take this in. Took it in, it, it was a, a CV boot, if you're really into cars and interested in that. Um, and I said, okay, so I've got this old, beat up, run to death, Mazda 323, how much is it going to cost for me to fix this CV boot? And they said, it's not worth it. And so they told me about this guy. Told me about this guy who uh, was a little bit down the road, and he would give me some cash if I would just sign the car over to him. I said, all right. And how easy would it be for God to say that about us? You know, if we're the fig tree in Jesus' parable that he tells says, all right, so we've got this fig tree. It's supposed to be doing some good stuff, you know, like growing figs. And yet it hasn't been doing that for the past three years. So cut it down. Cut it down. Don't repair it. Just pull the data off of it. Take it down to the guy down the road. Get 20 bucks for it, I think is what he ended up giving me. All of those things that God could say about us. Because of our lack of this thing called righteousness. Because we are supposed to kind of be like fig trees. We're supposed to be fruitful. We're supposed to be putting stuff out. And if any of you are literally growing figs, well, that's probably a problem. But probably all of us can look back in our lives, even three years back in our lives, and go, for the past three years, I haven't been doing this. For the past three years, I haven't been righteous like this. For the past three years, I haven't been praying like I should. For the past three years, I haven't been helping people like I should. For the past three years, I haven't been living in relationship like I should. There's probably something that we can all say for the past three years. I mean, we're not talking about just, oh, well, this week, I, you know, I really messed up and I yelled at somebody in my car. We're not talking about that minimalistic level of sin. We're talking about a three-year-old sin. We are talking about a toddler sin that is living in your life. A sin that has learned to walk and talk on its own. That you have allowed to live there. And so we can understand if God would say, it's not worth it. And we get that about other people, don't we? That's what this, it's kind of a weird combo of stories in this gospel reading, right? 
Jesus starts off telling the story about these Galileans who Pilate, um, uh, he, he mixed their blood with the gross Roman sacrifices. And you go, oh, well, that's frightening. And yet, you know, he, he's, uh, people are saying, well, you know, they must have been really bad sinners. And Jesus is like, no, Pilate is really bad, not them. And he's saying that, that those people that died when the Tower of Siloam fell on them, do you also think that they are bad? Those people who died in the air crash in, in Ethiopia, uh, Ethiopia Airlines, do you think they're bad? The people who died in the shooting in Christ Church, do you think that they're bad? What level do we put on our own righteousness where all of a sudden we start thinking, well, those people, those people deserved it, but not me, not the person with the three-year-old toddler sin. No, I am righteous. And so God calls us to repentance again. God calls us to the storefront. He calls us to the shopfront. He calls us to the desk where we have to lay our broken, sinful life on the desk and go, I don't know that this is worth repairing, God. And I would understand if you just told me I can pull the data off of it and maybe use that for some good someplace else. But God sees us differently. You know, repair shops are going out of business throughout the United States, especially electronics repair shops, because of this thing called planned obsolescence. Planned obsolescence is this idea that um, the manufacturers of electronics are sort of holding back, and they're just releasing a little bit and a little bit and a little bit of the technology that we could have so that when we get to a point of three years down the road, whatever we bought three years ago, well, it just doesn't look that great anymore. And so instead of getting it repaired, we decide, oh, I'm just going to replace it with the better item. Well, because of that, a lot of repair shops are are going out of business, including um, our own here in Tallahassee AV um, repair shop uh, down on Bruno. Now, AV repair shop and I have a a good memory together because of something that I brought in to be repaired. It was something that my father-in-law gave me, and I'm not just saying that because my mother-in-law is here. It's because of this item that he gave me, this awesome Marantz receiver, which sounds great. It's kind of old, but it sounds great. And even when you hook it up to some newfangled um, uh, Bluetooth device, it still sounds really good when it comes through the speakers. But it had kind of blown up. It was smoking, in fact. And I was like, oh, that's probably not so good. (laughs) So let me unplug that. Let me take it into this guy. He was the only guy in town who would work on it. And since then, they have stopped working on audio repairs. But I brought it in and, and I said, hey, how much to fix this? 
And he said, I forget what it was, but it wasn't cheap. He said, you, you sure? You, you, you want to repair this? And I was like, yeah. I, I really like it. I think it's worth it. He was like, you know, you could buy one of these. <laughs> he had a whole stack of them. No, I think I want that one. That's God. That's God and us. You know, I, I imagine that at the end of all of this, that Satan, the accuser, the sort of prosecuting attorney, is going to be there. And maybe he's, he's going to try that tack with us. He's, he's going to go to God and he's going to be like, do you realize how much it would cost to repair this one? I've got all of these others that you could buy. But this one? You know how much that costs? Just this one. Just this one. Just this one. It'll cost the life of your son. And God says, let's do it. I'll pay it. He'll pay it. Because it's worth it. Because you're worth it. To God. To the almighty God of the universe. To the God who created heaven and earth. You're worth it. I'm worth it. To repair. To repent. To make it better. So brothers and sisters in Christ... This week, may you repent. And may you not hear that as a law word. May you not hear that as the guy sitting on the side of the street with a big, ugly sign that says repent. But rather, may you hear it as an opportunity that has been paid for to be repaired. Whatever is broken in your life, If it's three years old, if it's ten years old, if it's three days old. Repent. Have it repaired. It's already paid for. By his love, by his cross, by his blood. Amen.